The following is a sermon that was preached at Faith Lutheran Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia. For more information about our church or to hear past sermons from Faith Lutheran, visit georgiafaith.com. Thank you for listening. Do you remember those sleepless nights as a child? Those, those nights when the darkness just seemed to be a, a little bit darker? Or when the normal house noises during the day just seemed to be a little too loud to be normal? Maybe what there was no telling what was lurking in the dark shadows of the closet? I still can feel the fear rise in my chest as I think about closing my eyes as tight as I could and employing every strategy I could think of trying to fall asleep. But no matter how many sheep I counted, no matter how many one Mississippi, two Mississippis I said, no matter how long I laid there, I knew it was just pointless. There was nothing I could do to fall asleep because there was nothing I could do about the darkness that surrounded me. Today in God's word, Jesus calls us little children. Little children in every sense of the word. Like little children, we sometimes think we know more than we actually do. Sometimes, like little children, we go our own way and need to be brought back and taken care of and cared for. And sometimes, like little children, we just can't do anything about the darkness that not only surrounds us, but also the darkness inside of us, the sin that's inside of us. Because sin feels good, doesn't it? It feels great until that high crashes down. And then we're filled with guilt and regret, shame and emptiness. And those feelings are able to keep us on the right path for a little while. But somewhere along the way, we forget what the dark side of sin was like. And then we fall back into the temptation that the reward is worth the risk. It's a vicious cycle. It's a tiring cycle. It's a cycle that we can't break out of on our own. As the Apostle Paul said in our second reading today, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. But this tendency for children to go on their own and to be stuck in that cycle of sin isn't the only reason why Jesus calls us children today. Children not only go on their own way, but they also trust in a very real way. This was Jesus' prayer. He said, I praise you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and learned and revealed them to little children. He speaks of two groups, doesn't he? He speaks of the wise and learned and little children. And you would expect God to favor the wise and the learned because they know more. They have more experience. They're probably older. But Jesus says that it is to little children that God gives the word. Why? Because the wise and learned are convinced they have all the answers. The wise and learned don't need any help, don't need to learn anymore. They have everything under control on their own. But little children? Little children know they need someone to help them. Here's what I mean. After you spent a good part of the night trying to fall asleep with no success, what was your next move? It was to go find somebody, right? Here's what it looked like for me. I would slip out of bed, shuffle my way across the floor, creak open my door, make my way down to my parents' room, push on the door, hoping that it was unlocked, 
stand in the middle of the room for a little while, trying to get the courage to say something. Once I did, I'd shuffle over to my mom's side and start to whisper, Mom, 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 hoping beyond hope that she didn't startle too much when she woke up. I didn't want to wake her up. I didn't want to ruin her night's rest, but I knew that she was the only one that would be able to drive the darkness away. Jesus calls Christians little children because they are the ones who know that they need help. They're the ones who look to their Savior for help. And when they look to their Savior, who do they find? They find a God who drives the sin away. They find a God who forgives them no matter how many times they do the thing they don't want to do, but do it anyway. They find a God who is actually able to help them. Because my mom, she she loved me so much, but there was only so much she could really do in the dark to protect me. But Jesus... He is much more powerful than any sibling or parent or relative could ever be. Jesus said it himself, All things have been committed to me by my Father. When he sits with us in the darkness, he's able to make sure that those monsters stay far away, the monsters of sin, death, and the devil. In other words, there's nothing that Jesus doesn't control. Just think about it. The one who sits with you in the darkness is the one who keeps the planets in orbit and the stars at their stations. He's the one who keeps your heart beating and your lungs breathing. He is the one who controls all things for the benefit of those who love him. So Christians, be like little children. Trust your God to drive the sin away. When the darkness inside of you just seems a little bit darker, when the guilty accusations come pouring in and they're just a little bit louder, when what you've done lurks in the deep recesses of your brain and peeks up its head over and over, never letting you forget what you did, run to Jesus. Confess your sins and you will find the rest that he promises. Rest in sins forgiven, a clean conscience before God, and a right relationship with him. But those sleepless nights don't end when we grow up, do they? They're just full of different fears. What keeps you up at night? Maybe it's your job and wondering how you're going to make ends meet, how you're going to finish all of those projects and how you're going to maintain a family relationship while doing all those things. Or maybe what keeps you up at night is your family, that illness that just won't go away that schedule that keeps piling up, and the worry of what kind of world are my children going to grow up in. Or maybe what keeps you up at night is the recap of the past day's events. What you did or didn't do, what you said or didn't say, that one thing you wish you could take back, but you can't. How easy it is to get stuck in that world of anxiety and start making plans of how I'm going to get myself out, how I'm going to put all the pieces back together, how it's going to be me and nobody else. I'm going to do it. But even though we have grown up, Jesus hasn't stopped sitting with us in the darkness, even in the darkness of anxiety. He says to you, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, that I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What does Jesus mean when he says the word yoke? 
Well, a yoke was a piece of farming equipment that would pair two oxen together and be connected to a plow so that when they pulled with their, their combined strength, the plow could move more easily. Also in the scriptures, the picture of a yoke was a picture of a burden because it was a heavy implement. And the longer that something carried a yoke, the more tired they got and the more quickly they got tired. This picture of a yoke is a great image of what the burdens of this life are like, isn't it? It doesn't take long before we get tired and slow down, even though we might start off thinking, yep, I've got this, I can handle it. Eventually, we just end up at the same place every time of, I can't do it anymore. In that place, Jesus comes to you, but he doesn't offer to take the yoke away. Instead, he offers you a different one. He says, take my yoke upon you. Because remember, a yoke is meant for two, and it is pointless when used alone. So stop trying to pull your burdens by yourself. Trust Jesus. He wants to take your burdens and carry them with you because there is rest for those whose burdens are carried by Jesus. He doesn't say he's going to take the burdens away, but what he does say is that he will be with you every step of the way. Anything is lighter when two people are carrying it. Now just imagine who it is that carries your burdens with you. He is your Savior, the one who carried the weight of the world's sin on his shoulders. If he was able to carry sin, do not think he is able to carry the burdens that you bring to him? And in exchange for those burdens, he offers you rest. Rest in knowing that you do not have a domineering and tyrannical God that takes pleasure in watching you suffer, but you have a God who is gentle and humble in heart, a God who has restored your relationship with him and now gives you access to his throne room through prayer. So bring your burdens to your Savior and know that you are not on his burden list. And when you bring him your doubts and your fears and your worry and your grief, and you walk side by side with him, you will find the rest that he promises. Our hymn of the day said it so well. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Do you remember those sleepless nights? When the fear of the dark kept you wide awake? and the fear of tomorrow filled you with anxiety? If you do, remember that Jesus never left you. He was there every step of the way, and he'll be there every step of the way in the dark moments of your life. Also remember the sun always rose. Morning always came. As the psalmist says, weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. Whether morning or evening, day or night, trust in your Jesus because he is the one who drives sin away. He is the one who carries your burdens with you. And be at peace, because a child of God can rest with Jesus by their side. Amen.